Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Greetings, folks, and welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast. Hello, my name is Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson, and off microphone here we were uh, joking around about who should do the initial greeting, and you, you keep punning it to me. That's right. You sound much better, much better radio voice. Well, Plus, you look better for radio today with I your know. no-shave November going. That's right, and you know, you should get into the no-shave November. <laughs> you should do it. I'm not sure my wife would would allow that, but... Who cares what she thinks? That's right. It's only a month, huh? And then I'll, yeah. then I'll be back in good graces. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> All righty. So, uh, getting a message here on my encoder. What's it saying here? Uh, we're good. So uh, as uh, as we are rambling on here, thank you for joining us for the Church Solutions Podcast. And uh, we are a, a company called JSL Solutions. We bring you streamingchurch.tv, churchapplive.com, as well as myflock.com. And those are streaming video mobile apps as well as uh, websites and church management tools. And we talk a lot about tech-related things as well as leadership related issues that is true and uh, today we're going to go back to tech here a little bit uh before we do that i want to encourage you though but it's a little techy a little more techy but not as techy it's more techy than the last than the leadership ones yes yeah Yeah, that's true uh but yeah we are gonna we are gonna go a little tech here uh but before we do that uh be sure and uh, check us out on itunes we're on several different platforms uh, and iTunes is one of them. You can subscribe to our podcast, Church Solutions Podcast, on iTunes and give us a review. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. And uh, But the, also, we're on YouTube. This is the audio version, obviously, on YouTube. We need to get back to video. We used to do video all the time. Yeah, we'll have to spice it up with a video one. Uh, but we're on YouTube, and I think it's under Phil Thompson Live, I think, is, is the channel. And then uh, we're also over on uh, newmediaministries.tv which uh-huh. is uh, a website that has a lot of our information about our company on there. And uh, you can st- you can even check out our podcast under the resource menu of streamingchurch.tv, Dang. which is another website. So we're all over the map. We're all over the place, huh? Yeah. We're all over the map, huh? All right, Steve, so what are we talking about so today? So today is going to be ways apps can engage in further your ministry. All right, so obviously a disclaimer here at the very beginning, we do have mobile apps available. We, we, we do. Our company produces so, um, mobile apps. Uh, churchapplive.com. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously, we think mobile apps are a good thing. Yes, we do. We but, do sell them. We do have some experience. I guess that gives us liberty to, to talk about them then. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so, we're going to give you some, some ways. Uh, I've got six written down here ways that apps can actually uh, help your church and your ministry. You, you, you should at least consider it. Uh, if you don't go with us, that's fine, but maybe consider mobile apps. Uh, so let's just jump right into it, and uh, let's. What's the first reason uh, you ought to so consider reason number apps? one that we can reach more people? You can reach more people, and that being is uh, chiefly because smartphones are just all over the place now, and they have the market just continues to grow. I don't have the the actual stats for how many people have smartphones, but let's. I think mean, we can all agree. Oh yeah, it's a lot of people have it. Yeah, it is. I think it's around seventy five percent of Americans. 
Wow, that's pretty. So, that's that's pretty high, yeah. and and that's just Americans and the smartphones all over the the world. Now. Yeah, that's true. And uh, people are using smartphones left and right. So, um, there you know, mobile apps can fit really well with the, the iOS or or the um, Android. Uh, there's Kindle. Uh, I guess there are some apps for BlackBerry. Right? Yes, there are some apps for BlackBerry. We don't have any we don't apps. have any though. But uh, and it's what's what's interesting is as we found out recently. We have uh, ministries actually all over the world, and we have some ministries in uh, Africa, in West Africa specifically. And we have found that in West Africa, uh, half of the people that have phones have Blackberries. So it's about a 50% penetration, which I think in the U.S. it's down in the 1% and 2%. Yeah, I think, yeah. There, BlackBerry has lost obviously market gain over over the years. They've lost. They've gone backwards. Although I've read somewhere where they're trying to make a comeback again, and that somebody said there's some evidence that they might be. I don't know. I don't know. We'll really see. Maybe the party may be over. Yeah, maybe you never know. So, uh, but there are people that love BlackBerry. I know a lot of people in the media years ago used to have Blackberries and still do. So yeah. I was so in the media too, but. you were you were talking about reaching more people. So there's. Uh, it's really extending yourself to all the platforms that are out there. Right. So, uh, you know, back in the day, it was the newspaper was where you could go and you could put signs out front. And then, you know, along has come to the Internet. Well, then radio and TV is another opportunity. Those are not real uh, available to a lot of churches, though. The Internet is definitely very available to the right. churches. Yeah. So people have moved out into Internet. Um, iTunes is another area where churches have expanded their reach, right. where they'll, you know, it's easy to take your sermons and mm-hmm. and put them as a podcast. And yeah. I know that uh, many of the churches are doing that. So, mm-hmm. in the same fashion, um, you know, mobile apps. There's now, uh, as we had, lots of smartphones out there and millions of mobile apps out there. So, this is another platform that you can extend your reach to. You know, those that are carrying right. the smartphones. Yeah, absolutely. So consider that as a possibility. And there's there's all sorts of companies out there. There are several companies that we're aware of that do uh, apps spe- specifically, specifically for churches. For churches, easy for you to say specifically, uh, and we're one of them. So you know, consider us as a possibility there. And actually, if people stream, do streaming video with us. They get a mobile app for no extra charge. That is true. We do. If you want it branded, there is a there is a one time fee for that, but but that's very reasonable. Yeah. So, or if you're a MyFly customer, you have access to the app that's true. too as well. That's absolutely true. So, all right. So you can reach more people if you have a mobile app. It increases your potential to reach more people. The second thing is you can increase the engagement of those folks that you have. And there's several ways to do that, and you've developed a couple things there. Well, Steve. there's I mean, one element of it is just the fact that it's a very personal device, and it's something they're sticking in their pocket or purse or whatever. So it's something they're going to interface with. So your engagement level is is kind of is brought up, and they're taking it with them everywhere they go. Right. Yeah. So um, it's become you know the go-to device wherever you are. I mean, well, if you. I'm sure Graydon, your your son and my kids are the same way. You take them out to dinner and yep. they spend half their face half their time with their face down on their phone. Yeah, I do so. that too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I try to stay on my best behavior though. Yeah. So it's actually it's actually not that bad. But in lulls in the conversation around the house or whatever, then the phone does come out. So in, back to the engagement piece. Um, you know, our app is designed 
to be very interactive uh, to the point where there's opportunities to check into the service and pull up the teaching notes for the service and then also respond to the service with um, teaching challenges and polls and, and other things. So yeah. the ability to interact and engage with the service is at least through our app and, and other apps as well. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. other features there. Um, you're going to increase the level of participation. It gives everyone an avenue or a tool or a vehicle to participate in the service. Mm-hmm. And there's other things even outside the service like push notifications. That's true. You know, I mean, if you want to send out something very quickly uh, to your members, uh, you know, a lot of our customers have uh, back east, you, you've got weather issues. We don't think much about that here in Tucson, Arizona. But, you know, back east, uh, the Midwest, there's blizzards that come up. I pastured in the Midwest for a while, and there was a – I don't know if – I think we actually did cancel service one time. And uh, it was – we tried to get the word out as best we could, but that was in the early 2000s, and all we had was email back then. But right. uh, now – and we've got customers that use that for that very reason. They sent out a push notification if a blizzard's coming, and they've decided to – you know, reschedule the service or something. It's a, a great way to yeah. connect up with yeah. or, all your members if they've been, you know, right. encourage them to install your app, and then you've got a, yeah. uh, a you have a two actually a two way communication channel to them. We we actually at my church uh, started going to two services, and we sent push notifications out to you know remind everybody, hey, we got two services now, you know, those kind of things. So yeah. there's lots of great tools for the push notification, and again, it increases your interactivity with your members, your people, engagement. Um, you can put documents on an app, at least on ours you can, and people can you know, look at the documents. We'll get into some document stuff later that can actually save you some money. Yeah. All right, so as we continue to talk about how apps can further and increase your ministry. So uh, we have reach more people and increase engagement. Number three on our list is enhance your brand. So I know for some of us out there listening, you're like, brand? We're not a business. Well, you're a church, you're a ministry, but you do have a brand. <laughs> you don't, maybe you don't think about it as a brand, and, and maybe we, you shouldn't necessarily always think about it. But, but the truth is um, you do have a brand with your church. Oh, yeah. And, and so uh, hopefully, I mean, most churches I know have some kind of a logo, and the idea out there, the 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 advertising people tell you that if you're going to reach people, you want to have a nice looking logo, you want to have a, a you know font, you want to have something that's a brand that people can you put consistently everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, so that you know when people see that logo, my church has a logo that's uh, you know we put everywhere, and you can uh, you know if you know who we are, you can kind of identify with that. So everybody has that or should have something like that, uh, and with your app, there's it's. There's no exception. You can you can brand your app, and, and you can have it out there in the marketplace, and it will enhance what you're doing. People right. will see I mean, you on the market. Yeah, you establish your brand. I mean, through, I mean, you you try to take control of your brand over through things like you know logos and signs and that sort of thing. But you really, as you mentioned, every church has a brand, um, and it's it's shaped by the leadership. It's shaped by the people that attend the church. Mm-hmm. It's shaped by the, the kind of events that you hold and the outreaches you do and or don't do. And, um, you know, it's shaped by the demographic of the people that show up as well. Yeah. So, so you know, adding an app 
will enhance your brand. And, you know, it'll also be, oh, that church does this, this, and this. And they even have an app for their church. So, yeah. And you'll, you know, you can put it in the Google store. You can put it in Apple and all the different places, and you're out there. So, all right. So moving along here, uh, the one thing I like about my app and the apps that I have, I, I not only do I have an app for my church, but I have a CBS Sports app. You know, I have a weather app. I have different tools out there that I use on my smartphone. Is I like the fact that it's simple, uh, it's quick, it's easy to use. So the user experience uh, is is something that's I think very beneficial as opposed to going to a website. Right. Now I understand the responsive websites. We actually did a, a podcast on this a couple months ago on responsive websites versus mobile apps. Which should you have? And uh, you can go back and find that on our iTunes deal. But uh, when it comes to, I mean, not everybody has a responsive website yet. And even the responsive ones, still it can be kind of hard to find something you're looking for. Yeah, plus there's there's a different target and uh, operation model between your website and a mobile app. I mean, you're going you to gear the mobile app to typically be... Um, a lot quicker to get to things than you may with, uh, and you may want to re- you may want to emphasize some things on the app that you wouldn't want to emphasize on the on the website. So you know, going the app route is going to give you some opportunity to create an experience that is completely designed for the app. Whereas um, you know, a lot of the most of the mo- the websites today are designed primarily for the web, you know, the web. Or a browser to a computer to look good, and then they also respond to the smaller. And you would you you may design a different website if your primary target was the smaller device, and you know it expanded to the to the website. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. It will give you a an experience that's going to be you know unmatched with some other avenues. Yeah, I just like it because I can pull it up in a hurry. If I want to check scores, I have I'm I'm in a fantasy football league in my church. Uh, and by the way, I'm O and nine. Thank you very much. O and nine. O and wow. Nine. How can you be zero and nine? How can you lose nine? I have not won a game all year. Oh wow! My guys have just and I yeah, have some pretty good guys, but they're Cleveland they're just, Browns fan, huh? Or? Well, they've underachieved. <laughs> I mean, even the Browns are doing better than I am. So, but 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 I digress. But it's I can pull up uh, you know something and I can look check a score, and like with my church, I can pull up an archive in a hurry. I can check the calendar. I can give online. We'll talk about that in a moment. I can uh, you know pull up different documents. Uh, and it's it's quick, it's easy, and as you were saying, you know, it's designed so that it's a good experience, right? And I'm not fumbling from that platform, around, right. Trying yeah. to find something, you know, uh, but yeah. So I think the user experience can be really good uh, if you have the right kind of mobile app for your church or your ministry. So, all right. So moving right along here, uh, we we touched on this earlier with a mobile app. You can find. Increased giving you can is really, number, number five on our number list. Number five on our list here of, of ways apps can enhance your ministry. Uh, it can actually increase your giving. Uh, and again, I'll just share my little testimony. Our church found that to be true right away. When we gave people an opportunity to give online, uh, it, 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 it made a difference. It, 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 people started to give online. And uh, with the mobile app, again, it, as we said just earlier, it's you can do it quick and easy. Right. So That's there's, cool. I mean, there's evidence that shows just removing the friction in the giving 
is going to increase the giving. So providing another avenue, like you said, you know, at our church, one of the things that I think has worked well uh, has been we provide um, self-addressed pre-postage paid envelopes in the bulletin. So if somebody doesn't give while they're at church or they forgot their checkbook, they take it home and now it's really convenient. So you know, along the same avenue, you have an app that you can just, oh, I got the app on my phone. I got the donate link right here. I can do this wherever I'm at. It really does make a difference. And, you know, as we've said at the very beginning of this podcast, this is a digital age. People are are all over the map using digital uh, devices and tools, and giving online is, is a great way to increase your giving. And, uh, you know, people aren't afraid of it anymore. It used to be 10, 15 years ago, people were still like, oh, I don't know if I should give or not. Somebody might, you know. And But the truth is it's... I, mean, I wonder if we're going to see the shift. I mean, Apple has just introduced the mm-hmm. Apple Pay, yeah, which is the same kind of thing where you're just removing the friction and right. being able to spend some money, which may not be good for those uh, on a budget. I know that you know, I'm a big fan of Dave Ramsey, mm-hmm. and they were, somebody was asking him about that, and he was basically saying the easier it is to pay, then uh, it's it, the more challenging it will be to control your budget. Right. So that's yeah. why he's just sticking an envelope and you know pay with cash, and you feel the pain of the, the the money leaving you as you pay for something. Whereas you make it much more convenient. Then yeah. So on the receiving end, though, from a church standpoint, you're you know, you're going to be receiving those funds. So well, I, I think you know, uh, and we've got people, and I know I know your church does too. That you know they're using electronic funds transfer it's automatic because they feel like hey i i feel like i want to give to my church i want to put god first and and so they they do automatic giving uh which you know you can you can set it up in your app to do that as well uh there's there's lots of things there but i i think that uh, uh getting back to the apple thing i mean some places are not are shutting it down i mean what is it the that CVS is true. drugstore yeah, there some I rumor have... is they're developing their own well, there's yeah, there's um, currency that has come along that uh, right. it's another company that has a slightly different approach. Yeah, and so some people are moving over to that. Over, I mean, I've had uh, Google Wallet for probably a couple of years now, That's but I've never, I had never pulled it out. But the this past month, I have been trying my darndest to pay with Google Wallet, and anywhere I see the the uh, they have a little scan sign, I've been trying to pay with it. And unfortunately, most of the businesses are not set up. Yeah. I was even at um, Best Buy this week. I thought, Best Buy, you know, they definitely have to have this all set up. Didn't have it. Didn't have it. Well, I, you know, the cashier said, I don't think that's going to work. And, uh, and it was the first time, you know, my phone recognized the, or the register was at least turned on to the point where it would recognize the phone and, and do the beep. But then it came back with some problem with their cash register. And they said, yeah, they weren't set up. I was just listening to a podcast before I came over here in the background, and it was a comparison between the Android devices now and the Apple devices. And uh, one of the one of the remarks was, uh, you know, I can use my Google Wallet, you know, and 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 the gal who's on the Apple side, the iOS eight side or whatever it is, she goes, so who use who uses Google Wallet, <laughs> you know, and you just confirm that. But uh, so, but I, it's even though I wonder if um, you know, it's the jury's out whether you know Apple's going to shift the tide like they have with a lot of other things, or everyone starts you know paying with their phone. 
I think the more people pay with Apple, with the Apple Pay, they're going to pay with other means as well. Um, Jury's out when, how fast that's going to happen, but uh, my crystal ball says it's going to be much more prevalent. I think just the fact that we're used to now paying online, or at least I'm used to paying online. I think most, the majority of Americans are used to and comfortable with paying for things online. We're going to see that it is more convenient to just whip out your phone and leave your wallet at home. Yeah, and uh, there's different opinions on that, but I, I concur with you on that as well. In fact, uh, I was just I just saw an article. I didn't read it yet. How uh, there was talk about how Apple Pay is going to affect PayPal, uh, which is another company we use and I use a lot. Uh, and but the subtitle was many people think it's actually going to benefit PayPal, and I don't know why that is. I have to look at the article, but the overall flow. Or the trend, I think. Oh, I think it probably. will, because they're, they're the pioneer in this whole area, and I think they're going to – I think the, as the idea becomes more familiar, I know that um, we have people that you need to pay things, and I have some people that are, aren't on the PayPal bandwagon, and it's just so convenient to be able to do that. I like and, it, and as you were saying, paying online, I mean, I pay all my bills online through my bank, my online banking, and I mean, I – Generally, what I do is when I get the mail and I have a bill, I just open up the computer and in, in two minutes I've paid it. Yeah. And if I have three or four bills, it's less than that time. I mean, I can just whip it all out and it's done. Uh, I and, can barely remember the time when you used to go and write the check and then put it in the return envelope and then go find a stamp and then <laughs> you know throw the bill over on your you know dresser drawer or whatever and, and wait to for your trek out to the mailbox, but with all your bills. I haven't so, done that in a long time. It's been a long time. I actually still pay some bills with my for my church with snail mail. But uh, anyhow, we're, we're getting off track here. But the bottom line is here, it, makes, it, it, it can increase your church's giving because it's just easy and convenient. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, and some of you might feel like this is wrong. People shouldn't be doing this because they're going to get in debt. And you've... you've, you've you're more than welcome to disagree with us. We'd love to hear from you and, and get some thoughts on you. So we need to wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, the, the last point about how I think apps can really help your ministry engage and further your ministry is you can actually save money by using an app. And, and here's my point, and I'm not doing this, so I'm hypocritical here, but I'd like to do it. And that is, you know how almost every church has a program uh-huh. bulletin. Uh, you, you know, there's there's a trend now to have digital bulletins and there's actually a company out there that that can do that for you i oh, can't yeah. think of the name of it now uh, but you could actually put a bulletin on your app and so uh, you know we're not probably there yet but i think we probably will be in 10 years it'll oh be yeah sooner. it'll probably be quicker than that probably sooner but i i say 10 years just because <laughs> as a church the church tends to drag a little bit, you know, but, but I, I would say, you know, certainly in the near future here, uh, you know, all the bulletins will be on apps oh, yeah. or it at makes least sense. have access to them. If you don't have an app, yeah. at least it's, have access to yeah, them. Yeah. It's like, um, we've seen the shift. We do a small group at our house and, you know, 10 years ago or five years ago, Everybody, you brought your Bible, or you whipped out your Bible, and now everybody whips out their Bible, and they're whipping out their Bi- they're whipping out their phone. Right. So we all have a race. Okay, who can look up? You know, right. this first person. Uh, there's a few people that that have that carry a a Bible, but now it's just become so convenient to have your Bible on your phone. Oh yeah. So, uh, 
I had somebody just uh, email me. I actually spoke at my church this past weekend, and uh, uh, she uh, she liked what I talked about. I didn't feel like I did very good, but I was I really spent a lot of time in a, in a text. And uh, she, she said, I really – actually, I had several people a little bit older tell me they really enjoyed it. And they, and they say, you know, why don't more people bring their Bibles, you know? And for the same reason you just mentioned, Steve, I mean – They do. Know, it's it's, in the, it's they on their do, phone. but it's on their phone. Or, you know, it could be on the screen. You put the scripture on the screen or you put it in your, in your notes, the, pa- the passage in your notes. And so uh, uh, I know people listening to this probably are – having a fit right now because I know there are some cultures that believe you you really need to take your Bible to church and you know the heck with this digital stuff it you need to have the Bible but you know I think we need to disagree at times on things right. and this is one of them I would disagree on yeah. although I do think it's good to have a Bible and and um, my wife just bought me an anniversary present and it's a book it's not a Kindle book it's not a digital book it's a book that has pages and text on it and print <laughs> And a couple pictures. I need maybe. to show you a book that we got around here that's called "It's a Book." Yeah, have and, you seen? It? And so I'm not saying that books should all go away. I'm not saying the Bible, as far as a book, you know, should go away. We're not saying that. I think there's a time and a place to sit down and you know, have a cup of coffee or something, and open up the scriptures by the you know in the evening and take your time if you like right. that. But digital is an avenue. And so, and and the you know the point you're getting at was this you know is a way to help you save money. It also is going to do a couple of things. It's going to help establish your brand as well. And then you know you can also you could you know you're going to save money. You're going to be a greener mm-hmm. operation, and because yeah. that, that that would be one way that you know kind of leading edge where you say, hey, yeah. we don't hand out a bulletin, but we have it on our app. Download our app. We know that 75% of you have smartphones, and so probably more than that, um, you know, and help establish your brand, save some money. Yeah, and it's not just a bulletin. I mean, you can put other documents on there in different places, you know, and so um, we're not there yet, I think, overall, but I think eventually we, we will get there. Yeah, you know, so. I, I agree. Anyhow. It'll become more of a norm. So consider apps, folks. Consider them. Uh, and as we said at the very beginning of this podcast, we do have mobile apps. We gave that as a dis- full disclosure, churchapplive.com. Check us out. We can do a lot. You can actually do a lot of customizing yourself if you use churchapplive.com, and we mm-hmm. can do some customizing for you. Uh, as well, so there's there's a lot of flexibility there. Obviously, not just us. There's other people to do that. But that's one of the reasons you can you can get a church app is you can customize. That's another reason. You know, you could really right. make it look and feel what you want it to look and feel like branding it as well as you know the features you want. Right. Exactly. So, so next week we are planning to talk. Uh, continue to talk about some tech stuff. We're on our tech bandwagon here. Uh, we're going to talk about what next week? We're going to talk about encoders. Ooh, encoders. encoders. Live encoders. Uh, one of the things that hopefully people don't get too bored, but I'm really interested in uh, tech history, mainly tech history, that w- recent tech history. So anyway, right. I'm not going to bore people with, with a bunch of that, but it's interesting to hear you know, where some of the beginning first encoders were dating way back to... You know, the mid-90s and so. That's a long ways from that. That was like almost 20 years ago. My goodness. All right. So uh, he's he's Steve Lacey, and I'm Phil Thompson. And if we can help you with anything, uh, questions, uh, whatever you might need, uh, we're available. Uh, One of our emails would be support at streamingchurch.com. 
TV. So send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. And uh, we appreciate you spending some time with us today and listening to this podcast. Steve, any closing words? Uh, just uh, um, I enjoy doing this, and uh, we hope we were able to uh, help out at least one ministry. Uh, we hope so. And uh, if we, if you have some ideas or some topics you'd like us to uh, cover, or maybe just some feedback on this, maybe uh, maybe you don't agree with the idea of digital Bibles, uh, we'd love to hear from you on it. Seriously, we would. So support at streamingchurch.tv. Have yourself a great day, folks. Uh, we'll catch you next week for another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.